0: Welcome to this Gateway House podcast. My name is Shabashish. Today we have with us Mr. Behram N. Vakil. He is the B in ACB and Partners. Foreign direct investment in India went up by 13% from April to September 2015. However, infrastructure spending still continues to be a problem. Most of uh, the money comes from the public sector. However, private sector funding still continues to be a problem. With Mr. Vakil, we are going to be discussing the infrastructure sector, the funding that is coming up, sustainable development, renewable, green, solar, and FDI rules and regulations. Uh, I want to begin with understanding from you, uh, you know, the investments that are happening in India on the infrastructure uh, sector. Uh, you are not very uh, uh, enthusiastic about the development. Could you could you tell us what's going on with the Crown at the moment?
1: yeah so you know if i may just pull back because uh, many people don't realize that 90 percent of investment into india is freely allowed and all your profits can be repatriable so i want to put that on the record because i don't know if people figure that out there are very very few areas uh, the banned areas are exactly six and those areas in almost all countries would be banned i mean stuff like nuclear tobacco gambling, very obvious cases, so I just wanted that broad picture. Now coming to infrastructure, why I say I'm very disappointed, one is because it's a crying need of the country. Uh, The amounts we need, the five-year plan is uh, $1 trillion and the goal was 50% private, 50% public investment. So if I just stick to private because we are talking about uh, FDI. That's 500 billion and the leverage also is pretty set. The best leverage you can get is three to one. So you're talking $150 billion of equity and $350 billion of debt. So again, very clear in rupees purely domestic, we cannot achieve that. We do not have that capability as most countries would not. So we have to attract both equity and debt uh, globally. On the debt front, I see exactly zero. None of the banks for whatever reason, I guess now they are not willing, infrastructure has to be long term, minimum 10 years. So banks given the condition, they are all over the world, maybe they can't take a 10 year view. So uh, I don't see any foreign banks. The only foreign money we get is from export credit agencies. Mm -hmm. So if you buy Chinese equipment, definitely the Chinese. uh, export the Exim bank will follow which is in fact one of the biggest strengths that they come with the equipment and the money yeah. same with k-exim you buy korean you'll get k-exim and it should be in fact maybe that's something i should have mentioned that the europeans are not as aggressive yeah. in this regard so debt there's a big gap sbi and all the public sector banks just now we are saying how many MPAs, how many dad loans, how many of those are infrastructure? True. Did they have a choice? There was nobody else. So they had to step in and now they are being crucified for stepping in. So in a way, it's not totally fair. I mean, as we well know, if you see most of the loans which are in terrible shape, they are infrastructure loans. Equity, again, as I said, except for renewable. Renewable is the exception. We continuously one of the largest uh, solar guys in the world sun edison a big investor and th- the european big guys both in wind and solar they definitely are investing so that area we see coal lng very very few and far between the few that are left even if you look around for for whether it's a g whether it's the guys who came in the first uh, Raj, all your Bechtels and Cogentrics and CLP, now China Light and Power they have. When you ask them, they say please don't talk to me about investing in India. What we have is a disaster. So getting further investment Mm -hmm. is uh, uh, very far away. So that is why I say that I'm very concerned that we can't get there on our own <laughs> and I don't see so I, I'm focusing on power because that's you know 40% of the need. But very similar story in uh, roads I think we are doing that the government has mainly taken it over because there's not that much private sector Indian right. let alone foreign. And uh, uh, there what they're doing is they're refinancing where operating toll roads which have good revenue streams are being bought by the PE guys so then you knock it off the balance sheet and you can uh, finance the greenfield. Ports may be a little better but again I have not heard too much uh, recently PSA and Dubai Ports and all had done quite a bit but they got into big tariff issues, big fights with the regulator uh, from their point of view i only have their side of the story it was completely unviable it was better to shut down they could not and all of them not just one not only dubai but the same thing the singaporeans uh, dutch all of them said the same thing airports as i say i don't see i mean i don't know are there any new airports coming up nothing so Mm -hmm. no no i've not seen And other issues, of course, as you know, we are still in very early water is still such a political issue. And then there's all that biothermal, etc, which is all very uh, nascent. Railways also, there's a lot of
0: talk on the ground so far, I've seen very little. So uh, a quick comment on how do we solve this problem? If there is no private equity coming in and it's all public funding, but we need the private money coming in to India, especially from outside as well, which is FDI. We are seeing some FDI rules being relaxed, but it's not working per se. Uh, I think today there were numbers that uh, 16% increase in FDI in India from April to September 2015. Uh, How do you see? What's the solution now?
1: I don't think it's so complicated.
0: Uh,
1: They know the solution. Solution is the guys who have the same appetite, deep pocket and long term are the pension funds. So I'll only focus on two. The four largest Canadian pension funds, more than one year ago, I think, came all together and met Ministry of Finance, and said Okay, for us to invest serious money, because they are not talking less, billion will be the minimum. You have to do X, Y, Z. A lot of it was tax that they have; they can't be double taxation. We'll pay tax. This is not a tax haven, but we'll pay once. We can't pay at each layer. And you, anyone who comes into India, first you give them the best names, good projects. So we should take whichever are our good projects, put it into a what we call special purpose vehicle, bring in the Canadians, they'll have a happy experience. So their first, say you tell each of them 1111, so 4 billion Shuruat. Thereafter then they'll have a happy experience, they'll come. Mm-hmm. CPPIB, which is one of the largest Canadians, if you see what they've invested in, Kotak, lnt so are they happy are they investing more of course they yeah, are because uh, mahindra and mahindra yeah. so the experiences were very good so you have to package good projects none of them are willing to take construction risk so ongoing projects with good names you you know tell tata's tell, i mean whoever have got good projects push it into this then uh, knock it off debt and equity to these guys that's the way to start
0: we have to make it easy and since uh, the renewable sector solar energy is getting so much traction in india and we are in the middle of cop 21 negotiations where one of the themes is uh, uh, financing uh, of these of these uh, you know uh, of these projects how do you see that panning out i think there again you know uh, there are lots
1: of countries like they mentioned norway yeah. which is very focused on green japanese again you like get very easy terms on green loans so i think the most exciting disruptive technology in this area is rooftop solar. Mm-hmm. Our biggest problem is transmission distribution. Uh, euphemism is theft and decoity. So, in rooftop, that issue goes away. It's a bit like mobile. We didn't have landline, we just jumped across technology. You put it on rooftop, then you have a mini grid within the village or the small town, you don't need TND. And then, financing also, because they are small projects. Yeah. So there definitely we can learn from other countries in the world and people when the numbers are smaller we will be able to again then get financing both domestic and uh, international. Now, I mean this is cutting edge. Uh, for scale like India nobody has done it. Yeah. Many people have done it on smaller scale. But we
0: should be very focused and it is achievable. Again do a few pilots and then grow it out. So, uh, like the erstwhile UPI government had a, a target of 20,000 megawatts in solar, uh, Narendra Modi government has increased it five times. Now it's 100,000 megawatts by 2030. Do you think it is achievable given the current uh, efforts that are being made? Uh, it's very aggressive, but I think it's achievable
1: because the solar costs, I don't know if you saw the last tariff. Yeah was 4 rupees uh, it's under five yeah 435 450 everyone is screaming that are they out of their minds mm-hmm. so and our uh, regular tariff as you know is uh, 370 or so so we have come very from nine rupees we have come to four and a half yeah. so uh, the minute it becomes competitive and the huge issue of tnd being taken away through rooftop so uh, yes i think that if there's the right focus. And it's easier because the financings are then all the multitude of small projects. You can't have one huge project. So
0: uh, yes, I think it's definitely technology has given us the chance. Uh, and uh, one last question, since you are involved in so many deals in this sector at the moment, do you think uh, uh, that will enable prices for a unit of solar power to go down from 4 rupees 63 that we are seeing at the moment?
1: No doubt about it. Now, I mean, how much further? But the uh, experts have said it will definitely become uh, identical to conventional. Means LNG and uh, coal. And don't forget, these are prices today when oil is at half the price. If oil goes back to 60 because there is some linkage with LNG, then definitely it will be compatible. Uh, Thank
0: you. Thank Thank you you so much. Thanks a lot. You were listening to a Gateway House podcast. Thank you for listening.